Hello, hello, hello. Welcome in. Thank you for joining and clicking on the Logical Love podcast. Where, uh, you know, logic is more than just feelings around. We like feelings, but we're looking for that lasting logical love and exploring different ways we can attain that, we can have. Now, on today's episode, I'm not alone in your ear. I'm joined by the one and only Juana. How we doing, baby? Hello. How are you today? I'm excited you're baking bread. Yeah, the bread's ready. And the bread, people can't smell the bread, though. Smells delicious. Smells delicious. But today, speaking on some delicious things, we're talking about cuffing seed. We're talking about three things to get you that that great person for cuffing season. Um, that's what we're going to discuss today because it is nice. Let's be honest. Before we get any uh, go any further, you know, it's the winter months. We're cuffed up. It's kind of nice to just wake up on a Saturday, have some brunch, bake some bread. Right, cuddle, being the warmth, be mm. inside, um, watch some TV. Documentaries, of course. The BBC. Now the you know. BBC. We've watched Downton Abbey around here. <laughs> that was a little Downton. Um, but for those of you that don't know, what the heck is cuffing season? What are we talking about? Before we get into the three uh, things you can do to find that great person, first we need to under let people know what the heck is cuffing season, right? <laughs> we got to let them know. So cuffing season is, it's that time of year Um where people kind of maybe during the the summer months, they're they're heavy swipers. They're okay doing a little, you know, the sun's out, cheeks out, you know. It's just they're having fun. They're dancing. They're going on boats. We're partying. We're, I mean, I wasn't. I, I got a girl pregnant at 17, so it wasn't my life. But most people are doing this. And then cuffing, cuffing season is speaking of that time during the winter months when the holidays come around. People kind of have that desire, uh, you know, to cuddle up, to have a relationship. And I guess there's a uh, there's an urban dictionary, I think, defines cuffing uh, as, as follows, right? It defines it as the moment when people who would normally rather be single or promiscuous find themselves, along with the rest of the world, desiring to be tied down by a serious relationship. Um but, you know, maybe another way of putting it is is going outside is horrible now. It's not fun. It's cold. It's freezing. It gets dark at 5 p.m. So who wants to eat me out while I watch Blue Planet? That's a vice quote. I didn't uh-huh. say that, baby. That wasn't my brain. Okay. Also, I don't want you to eat me. Okay. I mean, I'll, anyways, okay. we're going to pause that. We're keeping it PG. Um, so that's what cuffing season is, is that kind of desire that people have. When the holidays, they want to have that plus one at the party. They want to do the, you know, they want to have someone to bake some bread with. Um, and it's kind of, and, and again, people, there's science on this. We can Google, you can look up, but like, it's kind of a phenomenon where, you know, during the winter months, you know, maybe it's the, there's some psychologists that say it's, it's an evolved response to us just wanting to keep warm, you know, so we want to cuddle up then. Um, also there's a lot of research that's been done where we can check the Google searches 
and we find that Google searches related to pornography and prostitution uh, in the winter grow. It's, it's more, it happens more in the winter time. So all of this is to go to say that people want to, you know, they want to cuddle up. They want to bake some bread. They want to get warm in the kitchen, so to speak, during this cuffing season. Does that do you think we explained cuffing season? Yeah, so it's 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 the nature of it being seasonal, right? The first definition you gave from the Urban Dictionary, it didn't specifically mention that it was something that comes in the winter and goes away in the summer, but the way we're talking about it today is that whole thing of like when you find yourself wanting someone in the wintertime, but that goes away in the summertime, right? Because if it just if it just so happens that, you know, winter came around and you want to be in a relationship, but you already wanted that in the summer, then obviously this doesn't apply. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's, I think the Urban Dictionary, that's what that's kind of really alluding to, right? right? Is that people, that's what it's saying, people that are normally promiscuous. Because mm -hmm. even there can be people that, you know, hell, I think I'm pretty sure any woman you talk to her, she'd rather be in a relationship. A good one, not just a, a terrible one, but she'll still, especially during the summer months, you know, uh, she's more likely to get a little a little dangerous, you know, in the world. And that maybe even some of this is biology that once she starts seeing instead of like in the summertime, there's parties and, and summer break and everyone's on a boat and let's go on an adventure. When you start to get to the holiday season, it starts to make her think of family, it starts to mm -hmm. make her think of someone to show my mom and dad to, someone to do something besides hang out at their house and Netflix and chill with Blue Planet, you know. Um, and that you're right, it's a seasonal thing, but this isn't a lot of times conscious when people are doing this. Right. It's just kind of something that we've noticed that's happened, and that's why we call it cuffing season. Um, so we're going to get into three things, but before we do, surprise, surprise, um, we think it's probably stupid to do this, don't we? We do. We do. And admittedly, the title is really to get you, if you are doing this or if you find yourself doing this, three reasons why it's stupid to do this. Yeah. Right. Because it's against what maybe you want and then again this is back to the other point like a lot of times we do things unconsciously unthinkingly and uh, as Carl Jung says uh, when we can make the unconscious conscious or sorry until we make the unconscious conscious it rules our life and we call it fate mm -hmm. and a lot of people out there end up in these seasonal short-term relationships and they think oh it's me I'm a terrible person but they don't realize the biological factors at play here um, and then that causes some pain. And so if you're out there and you're in, in your head, maybe you're thinking, oh, I want to get a boyfriend or I want to get a girlfriend for this holiday season, um, that that might be actually kind of harming you from getting the thing you really want. Right. And so that's kind of what we're talking about. So we got three things for that. Um, and again, this is for someone because if you're looking for that, if you clicked on it to find the ways to get that relationship during cuffing season, you probably need to guide your attention elsewhere if you want a real relationship. Exactly. And speaking of that, we're in a real relationship, making a real podcast. What's our first real point, baby? So the first point is, would you like if uh, someone treated you like a blanket? Let's say even if, it, even if you were their favorite blanket, right? And then 
you're their favorite blanket. They're always wrapped up in you. But then summer comes along and they put you away for storage um, and uh, to be eaten away by moths, right? Because, I mean, you wouldn't be, a, you would be an organic material type of blanket. <laughs> Not a synthetic one, obviously. Oh, your PhD is uh, coming out, baby, right now. That's right. You're right. So if you think about it, like blankets are objects that get put away seasonally. If if they had feelings, they would probably be crying in our closet, right? So then why would you do that to another human being that does have feelings and that does have, you know, things that they're going through and their own notions and preconceived notions and traumas, if you will, or triggers, whatever, from even their childhood and their other relationships, even with friends or siblings or parents. What you're saying here is like, maybe see this person as a real human. And remember, I know you're desperate just to have a bunch of sex during the winter months until summer comes, but that's somebody's daughter that you're, you know, it's not just a blanket. And it's not just an object. It's not something to use and throw away as we're so used to in this society too, right? Everything's so convenient. Yeah. There's so many conveniences. And even, yeah, with with the whole way we, again, we're talking about dating, the whole way people do it, they get in and out of relationships. So, well, they're not really committed. They're they getting out of, in and out of sexual activity quick and easy. It's very convenient just to, you know, this, this thing ends, I download the app, I swipe a little bit, I find someone else, you know, to give me an orgasm. But then, like you said, there's that pain, there's that something emptiness that we just can't fill. Yeah, there's that emptiness. And there's also maybe you getting used to treating people that way, um, which sooner or later will reflect itself in everyone that you encounter. And then there will be lack of authenticity. And if now you don't feel so empty because maybe you do have relationships that are authentic, you know, sooner or later, if everyone around you, if you if you get used to treating them that way, more more likely than not, you will end up feeling empty or that feeling of emptiness and that something is lacking and like a deep loneliness that you're trying to avoid right now. Yeah, and that's we're going to talk more about that later, but you're saying... If we treat it so casually, then with that short-term gratification has given us long-term discomfort. I think so. Right. Um, well, what do you say? So I agree with that. And this is also, when, as you speak, your, your, your uh, female perspective is definitely shining through. Uh, because some, you know, there's guys out there saying, hey, man, uh, summer's done. It's easy to hook up and get sex. I mean, first off, it's harder on average for a man to get sex than a woman, right? That's just simple. It's harder. So then you compound that with when it's summertime, say I'm in, well, we're in California. We'll just stick with our geography. When it's summertime, a lot of people are coming here. A lot of people are traveling here from all over the world. It's easier for a man to get sex than casual sex during those summer months. Um, but when the winter comes, he still wants to have sex, right? He wants to have his cake and eat it too. He still wants to have consistent sex. And, but now the people aren't there for summer, right? So he tries to find, you know, someone to cuff up for the winter, someone to, 
you know, keep them warm, someone they can enjoy each other's time and company. I guess my question is, is then, so I agree, a woman probably, you know, they, they desire that long-term commitment relationship, but what if it's a guy, you know, and he just wants to have sex for, he just, he just wants to, you know, have fun and have sex during the winter months. Like how, what if that's what he wants? Well, if that's what he wants, then maybe you were expecting a podcast where we're going to tell you how to do that and get that. Um, I guess the case we're trying to make here is that mm. whether you're doing that in the summer months and it's easy with someone that's from out of town and whatever, um, in the winter months is the same thing, right? So, or even more so, you are using that person for that for that purpose. Even even if there is a preconceived or a predetermined thing saying that this is just seasonal, which typically it's not the case, right? There's there's some sort of um, there's some sort of underlying belief from one of the parts that this is not seasonal, even from both parts, right? Even you know, subconsciously, you may think that you do want a relationship, but then you just find yourself doing this every winter only. <laughs> you just want relationships in the winter. So then that tells you that it's not, you really don't want a relationship. You're just sort of addicted to this pattern of getting someone for the cold months. So then you are tricking yourself and you're tricking them. And this is possibly the most difficult one to pinpoint because you have to have a good perception of your behaviors and how they're a pattern. Yeah, be aware of your unconscious is really hard. Yeah, especially, yeah, because patterns are way easier to distinguish if you are zoomed out, right? If you're away from them, you can see patterns way easier than if you are right there. Yeah, it's it's perspective helps to see it clearly. And I guess what you're saying there too, and this is the problem with this, I think, because what you're saying is, well, you shouldn't do that if you want something more. You don't want to treat people like a, a blanket. But that's kind of what most people nowadays, you know, our age and younger, most of their relationships, most of their sexual activities are going to be with people that really didn't care about them. It's going to be like they might think they do or would, but it was if it was founded on no commitment to start with, if it started with a hookup and a having sex after a couple dates, it was it was never going to be there. And I think a lot of times women, again, men get maybe in trouble by telling women what they want to hear to get sex and then they end up regretting that. Whereas women, a lot of times, again, the guy will say at the beginning when you met him on Tinder, I'm not looking for anything serious. And you ask him what he'll say, I'm just doing this to see where things go to meet people. He said in the beginning, um, that's what he wanted. But I think a lot of times when women say they have their heart broken, they're really having their expectations broken. Mm -hmm. They expected that, oh, well, for me, you know, if I give them all the great sex and amazing everything and I'm super sexy and all this stuff, then he'll eventually want to. But he told you in the beginning that's he just didn't want anything serious. And I think this is your point, getting aware of that. And what this will kind of bring us over um, to our next point here. But that getting aware of ourself is so important. Otherwise, we end up in misaligned relationships or situationships. Right. 
Um, so that brings us to point number two. What's that? This is point number two is that you're wasting your precious time. Go because, on. yeah, you, when you are wrapped up in these situations, you're actually numbing yourself, right? You're cuddling with another human being and you're numbing yourself to the discomfort of being alone mm. and feeling that, you know, loneliness or just being alone. Um, the funny thing is like what, what creates growth in general is discomfort. What, what has made mankind go forward is discomfort. Um, so avoiding discomfort, it's really just making you stagnant. It's really just making you stay where you're, where you are in your quote unquote comfort zone. And yeah. instead you know, you can every day just make the conscious choice of staring in the face and saying, you know, I'm changing, I know you're there, I'm growing, and I'm taking a hard look at myself. And by doing so, I can determine the things in myself that I don't like and that therefore a person that I would like would also would not like these things. So to change those things, you have to have to take in the discomfort of looking them in the face and then taking steps to change those things. And guess what? If it's cold outside and you end up being inside most of the time, that's a perfect time for it, right? You can meditate, you can read stuff, you can educate yourself, you, can, you have all this extra time to... Like all of our Instagram posts and listen to all of our podcasts. Yes. Well, but not just that. There's tons of resources out there. Um, but yeah, so. I think what you're, and that's important what you're saying there is that when cuffing season, it's just one part of it. It's again, it's the seasonal aspect where people end up perpetually, this is this idea where they end up dating the same person. But quote in different, yes, quote unquote, where they end up in like the same situationships. Where it's like, oh, I have great chemistry with this guy. Oh, we have great sex. I like him. It lasts for a couple of months and then it falls off. And then yes. it just keeps going. Cycle. And that can happen for 10 years, right. 20 years. You know, I've seen women that are 50 still doing this stuff. Right. So, but that idea when we really take time to sit and look at ourselves and be still with it and, and be uncomfortable and remember whether it's you or me or anybody out there listening, the one common factor in everyone, you know, all those relationships and situationships, the common factor is you. Right. You're the one always in that. If you feel like, oh, it's not that, you know, there's no good guys out there. You're fucking having sex with assholes. You know, it's not that there's no good women out there. You're the one pursuing, you know, the thoughts on Instagram with, you know, you're doing that. And I think that we forget that. But like you said, when we take some time and look ourselves and think about this, it's very uncomfortable. It's much easier to just, and that dating app's right there. Just download that dating app and just start swiping, you know? Right. Or scrolling Instagram or whatever, right? Anything to numb that numbs. Uh, there's also that, right? Um, even reading books can be numbing. Eating food can be numbing. Because while you're doing that, you're not thinking about feeling that discomfort, that, that, that 
And I mean, we're not talking about here like necessarily like a major discomfort, um, but sometimes it's just that 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 pervasive thought is like, oh gosh, this is not cool. So you just numb yourself. And about patterns and about thinking yourself, thinking, taking time to be still with yourself, that's another good way of seeing patterns, right? Because when you're just doing stuff and it's hard, right? It's hard to be like, well, am I the common factor? Am I really just getting into the quote-unquote same relationship over and over and over? Or because you you never sit with yourself and evaluate those things. And one thing that you do that I've never been very consistent with is journaling or having a notebook and writing stuff down, even if it's bullet points of what is it that you do every day? What are the thoughts that go through your head? But also what are the actions? What are you dealing with? Because that will give you more of an unbiased view. You can always go back to it and see those patterns because those are the answer for what's going on, I think. Yeah, it's not just, again, back to the whole premise of logical love, like it's not just feelings. A lot of people, and this is shitty advice, if you're ending up in a, in a cuffing season in the winter and then the summer comes along and you end up having a bunch of fucking one night stands and situationships and then that just keeps repeating... Um, you're, you're missing the pattern there, right? You can see there's a pattern there, but you have to take a pause mm. to see what's going on. You have to sit still. And I think there's a, I don't know, like a Chinese proverb. I can't remember where I'm getting this from. But like, if you want something to grow, you plant the seed and you got to leave it alone. You got to leave that fucking thing alone. Whereas if you're in a relationship and a lot of girls will do this, They'll read like a fucking attachment books and then they're just swiping on dating apps and then they're just and they and they and they intellectually know it, you know, but they haven't let the the little seed they've in their mind of this wisdom. They haven't let it grow strong enough to handle the hormones of all of a sudden here it is super hot, sexy guy with nice abs and a pretty car and he's got a nice house and it's date two and he's there and he's kissing you. And you know you shouldn't do it, bam, you know, pants are off, oxytocin's going and flowing. And then there goes another, you know, four months of your life and then another six months of heartbreak after that. And it just builds. Mm. And, but again, it's, it's hard to sit with ourselves. It's hard to be honest with ourselves. It's so much easier to numb ourselves with pleasure. Yep. Um, so again, I think that's important. Number two, being able to, you know, look into ourself um, and have that discomfort, that, that short-term discomfort to have that long-term growth. And speaking of long-term, that brings us to point number three, baby. What is it? Point number three is that once more, you're just fooling yourself. So if, if your justification is that, oh, but, you know, I'm learning how to be in a relationship, really you're not, right? Because you're biasing your idea of what it is to be in a relationship. Granted, relationships take work, right? Because this is two humans uh, that are coming together and they want to share a life. And sometimes it's like having one of your hand, like putting steak in your mouth and the other hand putting ice cream in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Because they're so disparate, they want different things at one given time. Um, and But they're still part of one unit of 
sorts, right? So that takes, you know, that obviously that takes work, making that function in a healthy way without you ending up eating steak with ice cream. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah. But again, to your point, so people understand, that's like a lot of times we end up saying, oh, I really want a relationship. I want to have a commitment. But then we're just swiping and, and having quick casual sex. And we don't realize that that's like we are putting steak in our mouth and ice cream. Right? Yes. I mean, my point was more like the real work of a relationship is try to, to try to make that commitment of, you know, steak and ice cream. How can we make them go in one meal? Um, it can be real work because you are with someone that you care about what they want, right? But if you are in this like seasonal situationship, you really don't care about what they want, right? So you're not really practicing for a real, real, real relationship, yeah. Because you actually don't care about what what they want. You actually had like a a plan to leave all along, whether it's conscious or unconscious. Um, it's not a real a real relationship because you don't care about what they want, and you can easily just not. Um, I mean, you can easily or less easily um, either argue with them and not care about it or just make your wishes not known and still do your thing without them, right? So there's a separation to begin with because you never really cared for that person in the first place. So the togetherness, the real togetherness isn't there. So you're not working on real problems. Well, I guess the scary thing is, is that, and if people are listening there, a lot of times that's one person in it. One person's not. Right. And usually oftentimes it's the woman that's given full on girlfriend, wifey benefits. She's working like a wife. You know, when that guy's sick, you know, and she's there when he needs something, uh, they're having sex, they're having great times. They're, they're all, she's all there oftentimes. And usually it's one, usually it's the woman, not always. But there's one person that's all in and really working it like a relationship. And then there's the other person that has no long-term plan that's literally just saying, hey, this is a fun thing right now. It's not summer. It's cold outside. This is consistent sex. And I get all these benefits. I don't have to commit. And so you're right. It skews our perspective of a relationship because if, you are, if you're a woman or if you're a person that is the, is the giver. The giver then you just in your head, you think this is what a relationship is. Me just giving, doing everything. Give, 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 give. While the person does nothing but have sex with me and give me the bare minimum. And you get that perspective of that's what a relationship. But to the other person, they never thought it was a relationship in the beginning, right? They kind of, um, you know, I think, and if there's women out there, I mean, I don't think women, I think this really applies mostly to women. But it's like after you've seen a guy, I don't care how long you when you've known a man for, let's say, eight weeks, within eight weeks, he's got a fucking plan for you. He has a plan for you. Maybe that plan is I want to wife this lady. Maybe that plan is I want to have sex with her because she's just got a hot body right now. Maybe that plan is whatever that plan is. Right. But it's there. And I think it's the job of a woman to figure that out. But what happens oftentimes is it skewed where our relationship, our perspective is skewed. And we think we can just give everything and make this person want a relationship. 
or we can give everything and make a relationship work. And that's just, that's not real. Right. That's not, that's not real. And that, that work that you're doing, it equates more to try to row a boat against the current than necessarily because rowing a boat is still hard work. While there's someone sitting there doing nothing. While <laughs> right. Chad's just sitting there, you rowing your ass off. Right. You're on top. You're sweating. It's a one-person workout. That's, a, that's an entendre. I'm, I'm alluding sexually. Okay. I know. But seriously, and you're like rowing. You're like, damn it, this is hard. You're like, come on, Chad. You got yeah. big shoulders. But that's not real work, and it's not preparing you for the real work that takes a real relationship yes. where the other person is rowing with you and... Because then the issues are going to be different, right? The conflict is going to be different. Yeah. It's not about who rows the boat and you getting resentful of the fact that you're doing everything and you're getting nothing. Whether it's a conscious resentfulness or is unconscious. Yeah. Um, but it, it's just not, hopefully, in a real healthy relationship, you are not growing resentful. Granted, I think there are people that have full-on years and years their marriages. whole life marriages where where that happens but um unless you want that type of marriage <laughs> yeah that's another <laughs> then you're practicing really well for that <laughs> you're practicing but really. i don't recommend it it can't be no it's not it's not healthy yeah it's not it's not healthy and when we're talking about that you're right it, that resentment can grow and you may not even notice it yeah, and again, this will come out. This if this usually manifests like this, um, and again, I'm I'm speaking because women generally want the relationship here after sex has been had, mm -hmm. right? So this is just a generalization, but yeah. So that's when a woman starts. You start texting fucking paragraphs. You start typing up emails that got seven pages where you've outlined the bullets like it's a podcast script, and you said this, 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 and he responds with, "Sorry." busy. I was at the gym. You know, that's get what he gives you. And you're inside, you're thinking, what the fuck? He doesn't care. But it's like, yeah, he doesn't. He never cared. <laughs> you, it, it, the, duh. He wanted to have sex with you. And you're, again, you're doing a lot of rowing on a boat and he likes it. It's nice to be on a boat sometimes when someone's doing the rowing. Um, but yeah, but it's not going to be just hire yourself a gondola man. <laughs> I've seen them here. Over. What is it? What is a gondola? A digressor. What is that? Uh, so it's like in 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 Venice, in Italy, where you go in a gondola and there's like a guy. I mean, he's not really okay. rowing. He's like digging. for our non-European listeners, is that a boat? A gondola is a boat. Oh yes, yes, yes. Okay, all right. Okay, you're from Portugal. Uh, I'm from Redneckville, Ohio. We do not have gondolas. All right, we have yeah. We have uh, toothless they don't have crack huggers. <laughs> And then they'll do anything for a small fee. Uh, Including rowing a boat. <laughs> your boat better than I that think that would, be, that would be the least of the things that they'd Man. be like, oh, yeah, I'll row a boat every day. Anyway. Dude, every day. We, we just give them a little rock. Dude, they'll row fast. They'll outrow okay, a gondola. Okay. Man. We like, don't do that. Uh, but I think you're right. This is the point where, and then we'll kind of finish up point three on this, is like when you're in a real relationship and it's, and this is why we would call it logical love. You can have like, you can have a three month love, you know, uh, you can have that. You can have a lusty of uh, just love in the moment love. That's not bad. There's a lot of kinds of love, but with logical love, it's the idea that we're going somewhere, that there's a plan, 
that we're doing this together. And it's not just about the short-term feelings. And when you're in one of those relationships, like you said, the conversations are different. Um, things like the, the, you know, a guy that, you know, you're, he's not asking about your past because he has no idea for future plans for you. He doesn't care about where you went to school and what your mom and dad did and how you grew up and your biggest fears. He doesn't give a fuck, you know, doesn't give a flying fuck because this is what he wants. He has it now. He just wants to do this. He has no idea of a future plan. But when we're talking about the logical of when you're in a really a relationship that's trying to go somewhere. Yeah, that you, trying to grow something together, right? So you care about where's that plant? Where's that little seed? Where, what, you know, is it dry? Is it still viable? Is the soil the best for it? It's like you check on it every day. You see if there weren't any raccoons messing with the dirt. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I think that that's something I've recognized and being with you, just to be honest, like, um, I've, I cared about those things more, you know, you know, I've asked like so many questions about like, you know, what was your childhood like? And tell me, well, you picked grapes and you guys made wine and oh, that was interesting. And <laughs> when did you go to ballet school and tell me about that? And, and what about your patents on semen? I want to understand. Why? Always. Cause you do have patents on semen. And Every I to time. Cause it's fun. For you do. She does. Check it out. If this, if we get a hundred listens, I get to release a podcast on semen and you and I just talk about. My patent on your, semen. Your patent. Okay, that's fine. Click the button, share this podcast. Um, but yeah, so that this, and this is what this looks like, right? A great relationship. This is cool having what we have. We can interact in a lot of facets. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's getting all cuddly and that's fun, but it's not always that. You know, you got 24 hours in a day, you're sleeping for eight of them. You can't be having sex all day you know most yeah. of the time you spend with someone gonna be cooking bread it's gonna be talking around the table um hopefully hopefully right but it's not when you're in these cuffing things it makes you feel you get that feeling like around the table intimacy but it's a false intimacy yeah right you're seeing that person every day but it's not planning to go anywhere right and uh and we're planning to go somewhere and we went to the end of this podcast Mm. Do you have anything else to add, baby, on these three? Um... Yeah, I'm just I would just like to say, you know, stay mindful and aware of your patterns, I guess, and your tendencies of things, your impulses, I guess, for the season. Um, not just with dating, but also with eating. Mm -hmm. Don't overeat. Are you looking at me? No, I'm not. I would be looking at you if I was talking about drinking. I like scotch. 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 Yeah. I get it. But, you know, just being mindful of moderation. <laughs> moderation <laughs> of and my... subtleties. But that's that's a good point. That, that Being aware of your intentions. Yeah. And any pleasure you're dealing with in life. We're mm -hmm. applying this to love and intimacy and sex and all that. But this can easily apply to the pleasures of food and alcohol. Drinking, yeah. Yep. Because if we're not... A mindful sugars. sugars, yes. Those are tricky. They are potatoes. No, those are okay. Portuguese, you have biases. Care how scientific you are. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a good point. So if you've listened this far, I think one of the ways, if you want to be mindful of it, is being aware of, you know, like we already talked about, of our um, impulses. Um, and another thing, this is harder, but I, 
you know, when I'm working with people, this is this, the simplest way I can say it. Wanting it fucks you from actually having it. Or I could quote the Gita, which is possibly more or less profane. Uh, it's, you know, you set your heart on the work, but never on the reward. So don't set, if you're asking the question, um, how can I get that great person? You're asking the wrong question. You're asking the wrong question. You will waste your whole life, not because you're stupid, not because you can't do it, but because you're asking the wrong question. The real question you should be asking is, how can I make myself the great person? How can I make myself the human that the person I want desires to be with, would do anything to have? Right. How can I make myself that person? What would that person care about? Would they care about? And again, everyone's different on this. This is why it's a, it's a question. But we make ourselves into that. Instead of wanting another person, we just want the work of making ourselves the best person. And I tell you what, you're going to have unlimited options. And when you say making yourself that person, person, just to be clear, you're talking about an everyday work because it's it it will never be finished yeah. right don't think that you're just going to be like oh okay okay so for these three months of winter i'm going to work on myself <laughs> and then i'm going to be done and ready no it's not like that right so uh it's about seeing the person that you want to become and working towards that every day right it's like if you say i'm going to be someone who's not going to put sugar in your coffee guess what you're going to have to be determined to not put sugar in your coffee every day, right? Yeah. It's really rare that you're just going to wake up one day and going to be like, oh, yeah, this coffee tastes amazing without sugar when I'm used to putting three spoons of sugar in it. It's yes. not going to be that way, right? It's not going to be like that um, for most things, especially the harder the thing in and the harder, the, mo the more um, used to the pattern that you are. Yeah. And back to relationships. Weird English. No, that was great okay. English. I think it's. I can't even tell you didn't even know English as your first language. It's impressive. I know. I know one language. I know. I'm talking about stuff. But what you're saying is, um, very valuable. It takes time to make these changes. Uh, self improvement is a great. Is is made in small steps, but is no small thing. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, if you're listening out there. You know, if you're 30 years old, 40 years old, you've been in a romantic mindset probably for 20 years, you know, and you've looked at relationships a certain way, right? And that could be like, oh, you know, I, however it is like, oh, and everyone has their own different rules. Maybe it's like, oh, I, you know, I'm, I have sex in three dates. I have sex. I don't have sex until we, whatever, we have these things or I. Uh, I go on dating apps. I don't go on dating apps. Like all of these things, we have these habits um, or I, you know, we have these habits that might not be serving us and we have to be aware to just do the work of changing them. And it's a small thing. Like you said, it's day by day, but it gets us. The result is no small thing. And to your point, you're absolutely right. It's like, even if you get that boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, it's that's not the time to stop. No, you, st you still have to continue to work on it, right? Because you, again, you never arrive. So, yeah, how uh, lame would that be? Like I've talked, I can talk to you about psychology and meditation and yoga and all this stuff, and then as soon as I got you and you're officially my girlfriend and we live together, I'm like, you know what? I'm done. Fuck it. ESPN. <laughs> yeah, that would be very deceiving. Yeah, and you wouldn't. You would. 
And this is why a lot of relationships fail mm. is because they have that mindset of like, oh, I just want it. Well, then you get it and then you stop working for it. Right. It's like I'm trying to, but to your point, if I just want the work of being the best me I can be exactly. every day, then guess what? If you break my heart and you start saying, Floyd, I want to go live in a colony of giraffes and have sexual activity with giraffes and I'm giraffe sexual. I'm going to be okay with that because I'm just going to say, you know what? I'm making my, I've made myself a great man. I'm going to continue it. And I'll find another woman that's maybe not you, but she'll be pretty and she'll appreciate the human physique and not giraffe physiques. Mm. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but yes, in a nutshell, that is, that is what you were trying to say. Um, and that, that was what I was trying to clarify here is that, you know, it is a constant work in progress. It's not like, oh, I'm going to work myself up. Like like some people think, oh, if I go to the gym and I get, you know, abs or whatever, then that's, yeah. But if getting abs is the condition to get you whatever you want, you have to maintain those abs. Yeah. Right. If you, if your job depended on abs, you still have to maintain. I'm like thinking of actors or something like Anything, that, right? Anything, but this why wanting it yeah, fucks yeah. us from having it. Because exactly. if we just want it, we get it, and then we don't have it anymore because right. we got it. So it's about the work of making yourself, uh, you know, the person that you want to be, which then will obviously attract the person that you want by your side and that will help you in that work. Of course, there'll still be conflict and struggles and stuff, but not, not, not in something like you're the only one growing or thinking about growing the relationship. Yeah, both parties will be involved in that. There will be, there will be other struggles, and you get to go into it with a sense of not scarcity. Right. You know that you're making yourself into this desirable thing that other people will want. Right. Mm -hmm. You don't have to bet it all on this yeah you know i mean even that even if listen i love monogamy i hope to you know just be kissing up on you you know until there's no more me to be doing any kissing um but you also don't want a boyfriend that like no other girl wants me right you know yeah, yeah, yeah. so um it's doing the little things and that happens by you got to do the work Right. Not just look at like, oh, I got her now. I can just get fat and lazy and, you know, watch ESPN. No, because then, yeah, longevity, baby, longevity. Like longevity. We've been talking about longevity a lot. Like, we have. And speaking of longevity, we've hit this podcast at a long moment. Uh, but yeah, so those are kind of some of the tips. Again, if you're out there, we didn't mean to deceive you. But uh, Joanna here had a great idea to kind of clickbait people in and give them maybe... Maybe not what they were looking for, but what they needed. Is that an adequate? Yeah, and if you feel like you don't need it, then, you know, take it as it is, and maybe you will in a couple of years. Yeah, but just being aware of these things are important, right? Mm -hmm. Just getting aware of it, that mindfulness. Yeah, at least you're you're honest to yourself, and you're saying, no, I don't care about any of this. And yeah, you do you, do you anyways, right? But at least you're aware of what you're doing. Yes, because the worst thing is like in anything... If you wanted to go to Canada, but you were mentally just not aware and you were driving south to Mexico, right? you're going to keep getting frustrated. You're like, why is it getting hotter? <laughs> why is there tacos? I wanted pancakes. I wanted, or the fuck maple is Canada syrup. Maple syrup. Yeah, I wanted maple syrup. They're just hot sauce. But again, that's, we do this in our relationships, right? We want to have 
that true committed, deep, intimate thing. But we keep driving into cuffing season, mm. right? We keep going into, oh, and then it feels nice and then it ends. And we're like, I suck. Right. But in reality, you just maybe we're not aware. Exactly. Exactly. But we're aware of your attention and we'd like to thank you uh, for listening and sharing some of your awareness with us. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and like it, review it. Right, baby? Yeah. Uh, click the stars, however many. Send us messages on Instagram. Instagram. Go to uh, Logical Love. Logical.love uh, is the Instagram we're running. My, my, my girlfriend here, Joanna, she's going to be responding to that. I have a Love Logician. I say more aggressive things. Uh, but yeah, so you can follow those. You can check us there. Go to the website, logical.love, no.com, just love. You can get, you. there's going to future bumper stickers. We're going to make Logical Love maple syrup one day, I think, possibly chances of it. Um, It's beautiful, right? Check it out. Honest reviews. Check out the site. There's newsletters, all kinds of new things we got coming, mm -hmm. a book that needs to be edited. And, huh. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Thank you, baby. I need to calm down. Um, but yeah, thank you very much for listening. You can follow us over there. And we will see you next time. Logical love.